You want I'll take the, yeah. the modern times. They sell those at uh, Vonsna, by the way. I know. I saw yeah. the in cap. They got the yeah. amber and the orderville and the lager. I think they, they, only, they only had two of them today over there. Yeah. Suck off the head. You want glass or you good? It's good vacuum. Uh, we got all that. right, welcome back to Topicocalypse, the only podcast <laughs> on the internet that matters. That matters. All right, I'm I'm your uh, revered, revealed, or revealed or reviled. Or reviled. He almost Re- said irrelevant. irrelevant. <laughs> you are irrelevant. You are irrelevant to me, Josh. I love you. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, I'm joined bad. here by Brett Cruz. The golden in doubt, Jesus and tacos. Jesus and tacos. Amen. Amen. That's tacos some scripture I can get behind. Good. Uh, big dog. What's Just up? Wondering. What's up? Denial. So-called nice guy. What to do? And Mike, who this is your third first podcast. Third one. Third one, man. Howdy, y'all. Welcome, welcome. Um, he's he's from Texas, in case you couldn't so, tell. Just so the listeners know, what did you think of Californians, and what do you think of them now? I had a totally different picture. I thought everybody had man buns and leggings. Or and drove Priuses. And drove Sorry, Priuses Brian Kane. Pri-eye. <laughs> Pri-eye. 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 That was out of necessity. He used to have a Mustang GT. That I can I can work with that. He can get behind that one. The Prius, though, <laughs> is pre-him, not pre-me. <laughs> <laughs> um... All right, so I got a topic for you guys. I uh, so let me give you a little backstory on this. I got in a, not an argument, but I had gotten to a uh, heated discussion. A discussion with one of my students about art, not art, but music, right? And you're you're a big music guy, yes, sir. And so he had tried to talk to me. There's a, somebody named Lil Yachty. Have you guys oh, heard gee, of him? Lil Yachty. Yachty. Okay, so he had. Is that is that like Takeshi Six Nine? Takeshi Six yes. Nine, except he, not in prison, I think. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I have a name going on. Know yet? Uh, There's so many Yash, lils, Yash, and so, Yashi, many, Yashi, so many people who look like they were blowing He's the skittles. One who does the Sprite commercials. Ugh. There's a Sprite commercial. He's like the red hair with the beads in it. Yeah, and he's got oh, the different God. color. He's just a, just a mumble fronts. rapper. Yeah. Yes. So that's not art. He he's this this kid this kid is love the kid, but he is so obsessed with the rap, and he does not have an open mind to any other genre of music. Okay, so he was like, this it's is not even, it's not even good rap. It's not, it's mumble rap. Okay, so so it's supreme. A, supreme. Um, go ahead. Here, hold on. Let's he so he out. he started talking to me. He showed me this rap no, song okay. about uh, Lil Yachty singing about a car. Okay, and he's like, this is a love song. This is genuine art. Like this is emotional depth. And I'm like, okay. And then I showed him the lyrics to Deadbolt by Thrice, right? Nice. And he he read it, <laughs> and he read it. And he's like, what is this emo stuff? Like he didn't even want to like dive into it so thrice is more like discovery of self right whereas um like Lil yachty would be uh fear bitches and blows material Material stuff stuff. (laughs) so that just made me wonder and it's just weird because the generation that has come after us after millennials generation x i guess are called and why and why they art is a completely different thing to them the things that they find meaning in are so surface level compared to what we find meaning in right so 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 with rap you need to that's when you need to give them you know um cop killer by ice t 
if he wants rap that means something or anything but NWA. NWA. (laughs) And honestly, anything from Eminem's first two albums, I think, are pretty Uh, emotional, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so, like, for him to say that that's true art and there's true meaning behind it, it's a lot. No. No. You get rap 10 years ago, it was more telling a story right. of what your day-to-day is like. And you can understand Did it. you guys ever listen to Atmosphere? Yes. Yes. Like, he had probably... He's trying to find a balance. Probably eight out of the ten songs he wrote on each album were pretty awful, but, like, he had some good stuff that dove into life yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I was talking about a love story. I was listening to the radio driving down to Temecula today, and or my uh, Spotify playlist, and... Um, uh, jaw rules mesmer- mesmerized with Ashanti yes. came on. That's oh a God. love. That's story. that's a love song. Hey, but what I want you to and it's know, like oh, look about you. It's not how you stand by your car. It's how you drive your car. Yes. Just a heads but up for that ten seconds unless you're free. <laughs> <laughs> a quarter mile at a time. But so that leads me to my question here: Is what do you guys think is art? And then. <laughs> I know, sorry. It's, yeah. it's, it's burping over there. What do you guys feel is art? And then do you think that we have... This is a two-part question. So do you think that we have lost the ability to experience meaningful art? Okay, art is is a is a person-to-person thing. Anything that incites uh, anything emotion. That, anything that inspires you or right, right. makes you feel a certain emotion do, is art. Do you think that we've lost the ability, though, to look beneath the surface Not of things? Not at all. Not at all. No. No, if, any, if anything, we've gone deeper. Well, okay, so it's like when Obviously, we had, if you're going through a mumble rapper and you say it's a love song, it's talking about a fucking car. Right. But so we had uh, Travis on here. And Travis yeah, but we're talking and, about like, art and stuff like Modern photography, dude, you can capture images like on your phone. You mean like putting a peace sign in front of a never mind. Yeah. It's in front of a uh, in front of a screen and Disneyland. using the shadow. Uh, no, but we, shit, remember but we had we had Travis on, right? And we're we're talking we about tribalism in the church and he was saying that Beer in the AM. <laughs> yeah, but he was like, I've seen the Mona Lisa and honestly, I'm not impressed. It's like, just a woman. It's just a woman. But like even with something like Deadbolt, you've heard Deadbolt, right? Mm-hmm. Deadbolt is a really it's it's a thrice's lyrics are always having to do with like a discovery of self right Mm -hmm. so do you think that we're no even bands like my chemical romance so there's a time when everyone's like ew that's emo hawthorne heights my chemical romance pierce the veil bands like that yep it was it was i love hawthorne heights Hey, that interview we did with Hope's Fall, like I checked out some forums and there's some people talking shit about us for uh, asking about hawthorne heights whatever but um they can all go pound sand for all I care. He was, uh, um, they're still, yeah, but you know what? They're still looking at us and talking about us. So, right, thanks for right, your money. Right. Any publicity is good publicity. Exactly. So, I, I just, um, do you think that we, so as far as vulnerability goes, like we have reached a point where you can be vulnerable only if it promotes like uh, an agenda of some kind, right? So, like if you are feeling like you like men or you feel like you're a woman or something like that, that vulnerability is widely accepted but to but if you say like hey i'm depressed or something or i feel anxiety or sometimes i think about killing myself you can't talk about that kind of thing so art is meant to it's funny because i just read an article about uh what's that what's that dude from uh wow you moved it like half an inch well your face was over half an inch to the side i like the finger uh, motions you made when you hit the <laughs> microphone too <laughs> <laughs> Thought to come to me, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, the Pete Davidson, right? Like he's talked openly about having like uh, severe depression and thoughts of suicide and stuff, and then 
you know, you have all these people who are like telling him to go kill himself because he broke up with Ariana Grande. See, that's that, like, holy crap. Like in this age where everybody's open and all this stuff about every, all this awareness on like uh, mental health issues and you're telling people to go kill go themselves kill who have openly talked about suicide. Right. It's, but it's like, because it's wow, because wow. because people that because Pete Davidson's actually the one that was talking crap about the the veteran, the veteran right? who yeah. had the eyeball that you were telling me about last time we were here. Yeah. But um, he played it cool. He had him on the show with it. Right. But but so the thing is like everyone wants to be all, oh, poor, you know, I feel for you, I feel for you, until you talk about someone that they're enamored with. So like with him breaking up with Ariana Grande and him making light of it, everyone's like, Oh, well, you know, you don't know what she was going through because when when uh when Mac killed himself, blah, 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 blah. You know, she was still in love with him and all this stuff. They're attacking him when it's not his fault. But it was like, hey, you know, I feel, uh, he's like, I feel, I've been suicidal, blah, blah. You can't right. kill yourself. Yet if someone tells you that, you get butt hurt. Like if someone tells your friend, hey, you should go kill yourself. Well, like, he, like, he, like, like he was like a legit engaged to her and they're telling him, you ain't shit. Mac Miller's a true lover life yeah. and all this. Here, like, here's geez. the thing, though, about that, though. The moment that you tell somebody, you want to kill yourself, they're going to behave in two different ways, right? They're either going to be supportive, be supportive of you or, or attack they're going that to attack yeah. you and isolate you, right? Yeah. Isolate, ostracize, whatever you want to call it. So it, it's just, you know, it gets me to that this question of like, we have a lot of people, Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington, who demonstrate their mental health. Ned Vizzini is a good one too. Like Robin he, Williams. Robin, Robin Williams. Williams exactly yeah. Um, Ned Vizzini specifically though, he wrote a book called, it's kind of a funny, uh, it's kind of a funny story. And he wrote about depression, his time in the mental hospital and stuff like that. And then, you know, he did all he could to uh, help people who were experiencing mental health issues. And then he, at the age of 32, he jumped off a building. He's come to his well, demons. Real quick, like, uh, I don't know if anybody here knows about it, but uh, <clears throat> like last weekend there was a heavyweight title fight, uh, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. Yeah, and Tyson Fury he came back from severe mental depression. Like he was like mm-hmm. 400 pounds. He was ready to kill himself, and he decided one day, you know, I'm gonna make a comeback. And he said, "It's you know, small victories get you there. He right, you got to start out with small victories, and you build on that, and then you, all of a sudden you find yourself climbing out of that hole. Yeah, you surround yourself with people that'll actually encourage you, and then that'll help you." Shut out the people that are telling you to kill yourself for that you ain't nothing. You yeah, you like crawled that. out of the deepest hole you could think of to to come challenge for a world title in you know six months. Right, because as human beings, we crave human interaction. But if that human interaction is you not, you crave a challenge. You crave a challenge. You but need it, to be challenged because if you don't challenge, you stagnate. But it's, and then you become depressed. You need to be challenged. It's like this, often and not like not like like major challenges, but just like easily attainable challenges because you have to feel the small adversity, right? Yeah, right. you have to feel like you're overcoming something. But it's like this idea that we were taught at the church that we all shared um, that you you you're not supposed to go through life alone, right? Yeah. If those people who you go through life with don't accept your shortcomings, um, like the the idea of like people don't you can't be yourself 100 percent around a lot of people right because they won't accept your dark side yep they need sure. to accept your dark side you need to be vulnerable you need to be free of that idea of like oh i can't say this or do that because it's gonna upset so and so yep and if you can't do that then it's you going isolate. to you're, you you become isolated and ostracized but this whole thing was brought up especially today because um this Gen Xer wrote an article on newfury.com about My Chemical Romance, right? And they're saying that, like, this band's, uh, they're they're too emo, too expressive, and uh, you shouldn't say the things that they said, right? 
And so there's a bunch of people who wrote uh, comeback articles about the, uh, Gerard Way and how honest he was in his lyrics and his fights with depression. And, like, it's caused this whole storm on the Internet today. So, like, my, my question is, what do you guys think? Do, is there a limit to how much you should be able to express yourself in art? Uh, no, NWA said that you need to express yourself. <laughs> no, it's, it's again, it, it's an outlet for people. Like, whether it's music, whether it's painting, whether it's writing a book. <clears throat> Congratulations, you suck. Um, Amen. But you know what I mean? Like, it's a way for you to channel whatever you're feeling, whether it be good. It's an you know, outlet. Sad. Yeah, you, your outlet. So, like, you know, or yeah. Working, the mo- working on cars or right. it's just working however, with your hand. Like, it doesn't have just... to be a, a visual art, like a music or whatever, yeah. but, but like, or like crafting building, things building or something with, Or even just building something with Play-Doh that you can, you, know, you build it, you put time into it, and you just crush it. Yeah. But it's something that takes your mind off of all the negative bullshit that you're going through. It makes you feel better, though. Right, that's all it is. It. It's like, to get rid of all the pent-up frustration, anxiety, depression. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, it's, they're all everyone's about self-love nowadays, except when you put it into music that you don't like, then you're an asshole. You should go kill yourself. It, it's like not that. even that. It's blogs, too. Like, everybody <laughs> wants to consume everybody else in negative ways, and that's the... That's because they're trying to... Oh, and their opinion's the only one that's right. Yeah, right, and they're right. crushing everybody yeah, else so they can climb blogs, up higher. Right? Yeah, exactly. They just want you know, to beat people down to build to climb, to build themselves up and make them feel better about themselves. But I think the, the thing is, um, with art, is that it's inherently subjective yeah. in nature. Like what you think is beautiful or what you think is good or subject you know, to interpretation. is subject to interpretation. There's no like um, it's like the, the argument that I heard that, you know, no one really gets a, a, and a bad grade in an art class because you can't, you can't, you can't say art. it's, you can't grade art. Like you can say, Hey, you are required to put these specific right. things in it, and that's it. Yeah. Whatever oh, it looks right. like, whatever your Even expression is. Even in critiques, is though, we judge things within our scope of understanding what exactly. they are. You remember art class? That was not how it was. So, <laughs> so one of my buddies that I golf with, he's um, the father you of golf. Yeah, not very well. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, qualifier there. I, I had I had a ball across a big green field and chase and find it later on. That's um, my my experience as well. Yeah. So my my daughter's friend, her dad, he was like he's very artistic, artistically you know minded, and apparently he can like if he can copy he can copy anything, draw it no problem. But when he would have a problem was like in art class if he was trying to come up with something that it was in his head and it didn't translate the way he had it in his head he would throw it away. Well, his mm. teacher's like, dude, you have a talent. He goes, no, it's not right. It's not right. His teacher saved all the stuff that he threw away that wasn't good enough, and it got him a scholarship to college based on what he drew that he didn't think was good enough. Right, because mm. it means different things to different people. It's kind of right. like how English teachers, like I had this English teacher once who said that the, the way that um, Fitzgerald describes uh, Gatsby in The Great Gatsby yeah. means that just the way he focuses on bodily issues like means that Gatsby was technically gay and I'm like I don't think he can really prove that you know like just because he that's how she read the that's how she read the book but <laughs> the reason like she goes into such deep detail about how Nick died in the pool in the end of the book and I'm like or Gatsby died in the pool and I'm like well, Hashtag uh, spoilers. Nick, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Nick described Gatsby being shirtless and having holes in him because 
he was shirtless and he had holes in him. You know, it was in a pool. Really... You're setting an image in your mind. Right, right, and and the whole thing too with like. Um, Whitworth wrote a poem about a beach house and you know he talks he's describing out in the there are dudes swimming with their shirts off in the ocean like how else erotic how else do you swim you know and it's like you don't swim with your clothes on we all get and unless you're a Latino unless you're Latino but we all you're fat as my people (laughs) we all get self-conscious we all get things out of art that we want to get out of it yeah exactly see I when I think of art I have a hard time looking at paintings and little you know little drawings and considering it a whole lot of art it's very artistic to be able to do that very talented to be able to make that kind of stuff what i consider art to me is more material items that are made i like and it's not to push the show but like forged on fire right watching these guys take I a love block that show. of I love metal, that i love that show make a knife out of it out of nothing that is art to me. But what drives them though? It's passion, right? Oh, passion they love it. and they'll tell you when I get an argument with my wife, I go to the shop and I make a sword. It's passion and vision like, that God, drives that kind I of thing. That, right? that's, when yeah. I see a painting, I don't think, God, I wish I could paint like that. Now I play three musical instruments, but that wasn't ever really a release for me to vent. But that's where I see it in the material using your hands, I think it's talent. That goes with art, right? right? It's, it's different it's, kinds of. Talent. It's the bodily expression of your emotions, exactly. And so, I mean, that I guess leads me to my second part of this question: Is do you guys think that we have lost the ability to experience art in the way that it was meant to be experienced? Do you think that our? That's a person-to-person thing. Yeah. No, I get that, but do you think that our like today we're being taught not to look beneath the surface of things as much as we were no, I back think then. Even more, it's apparent that they're telling you to look beneath to the overanalyze surface. Things. Overanalyze, yeah. you know, yeah. question everything. Oh, well, that think brush, outside the box. That, is that brush stroke right the there should have been a three-inch yeah, yeah. yeah, swirl or whatever. Yeah, but I, I think that that's... <clears throat> it, it's indicative of the world that we live in right now is that it's either black or it's white. Like there is a right or a wrong way. Yep. Like there's and no gray area. There's no ideally, gray area. I no no no, we live in the gray area. Do you, do you ideally th- do you ideally there's black and white but we live in the gray. Do you think yeah. that we have take right right yeah but really really you live in the gray there's no such thing as a democrat or republican everything is a dichotomy. Do you think that we've lost the ability though to I don't want to say empathize but see things from both perspectives, so it allows us to better analyze what we're looking at. So, yes, you can, but I feel like every time you're you're distributing this to the masses, everything is watered down because because then you're because you're trying to create you're trying to you don't want people you're trying to, to hit as like many you. people as possible, so your stuff is watered down to be taken as easily as possible, and that ruins art though. Like yeah, yeah, because you don't hit them with the hard rhetoric right, right off the bat. You hit them with the the real soft, easy, here's like, the, you know, here's come, the PC version yeah, the of the PC this. version. We hit you with the, the real like fanatic shit. Once you're like committed, I think, uh, like on your note there, I think artists may have actually been pulling back some to keep from offending this side or that side, right. maybe dampening their best work Do to you, appease the masses. So would you say that it's a, they're afraid to lose the marketability of self though? Oh, absolutely. So that goes along with, the church that we have all that some of us have in common of people saying that's a what's this church called again? Uh, West Coast. Um, Shoppers. Shmish. Um, 
so basically it's, you know, a lot of people have accused them of just being fluffed, just trying to get people in the door. They don't hit you with the hardcore stuff, like, or talk about the porn addictions and stuff like that. They're not, when you get people that are, I've worked with people like, you know, I like, you know, this Jesus guy, whatever, but I want the hellfire and brimstone. I want that. I want to hear more about that stuff. You need the conviction of it. Yeah. And if you're just sitting there going, okay, yeah, making everybody happy, trying to get people in the door at a time and whatnot. You're not hitting them with but a okay, okay. It's, it's a balance. Look, look at this. No, look at this way. If, right if, yeah. yeah. No, look at this way. If if the consequences are all this fluff, then what are the what's right. the incentive to follow the rules? Exactly. If you have fire and brimstone, you're gonna follow, follow the, the rules. You also don't know the motivations behind the individual talking about it. So like I <laughs> I just wrote about this on my blog. Was the idea? Okay. The funny she thing po- is about religion is that it's all written by man, it, and it man is, is fallible. Yeah, and it's, it's so you take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. But I just wrote about this on my blog was that um, when we did devotions at a certain church that I worked at was that they one of them one day we walked in and uh, one of the pastors was saying, hey, if you know somebody who has a uh, an addiction to something like right, you need to distance yourself from them. And to me, it's this whole idea like. You know, I've been reading Jordan Peterson's book a lot, and it's he talks about this the concept of like, you know, you should go out of your way to help people, but throw them a rope, and it's up to them if they accept it or not, you know, and use it right. to climb out. What's that? You can lead a horse to water. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. But so basically, what this pastor said was that you can't um, cut the rope. Yeah, you yeah. need to distance yourself from these individuals because they can poison you and they can poison the church. And distance, I'm like, but not disconnect. No, no they want no, to. He wants to disconnect. No, that sounds like. Scientology. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So my but, but see that's that's the thing is that you're you don't trust those individuals to be like, hey, or you don't empower those individuals to make a good decision or to make what you foresee as the right decision, whether greater and other peoples of society agree with that or not. But you're you're not you're not trusting and equipping the people that you're involved with to be able to make that decision. So it's like, hey, you can't go over there, so I'm going to put a fence up, rather than, hey, you should stay over here because the food or the water is like right Better, here. Right. You need to go to the water rather than trying to put up a wall saying, no, don't don't go over there. That's that's not what you need. To See, do. so growing up, my dad always said, "Hey, I will give you all the slack you need in life, but I will also let you choke yourself with it." Yep. And yeah. growing give up, give you enough yes. rope to hang yourself. That was a that was a big thing for me. That's like I I I took that to heart, right? And yeah. so like I'm a firm believer in doing. I feel like it's wrong to not do what I can to help other people. And then, but it's up to them whether or not they want to because, help themselves. Yeah. So if, if they don't want to help themselves, I'm not going to waste more than like two weeks on them. You know, it's, it's like it's, Jeremy McGuire said, help me help you. you. Right. He also Tom said, Chris. show me the money. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Negative on that flyby, right? Yeah. Patterns. Patterns. So do you guys, so I mean, back to my original question, do you guys think that we've lost? Do you, uh, do you think there's no? I mean, not, <laughs> right, right. I hate it when she do does you that. think that there's a point where we have lost the ability to empathize and experience art in the way that we used to? Like when someone pours their heart into a blog or a painting or a song or something like that, and everyone's like, "Ew, that's too emo." Do you think that we've lost the ability to 
experience and empathize and maybe like it, the, try to I make a difference. I feel like the internet has 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 uh, dampened the empathy. Like 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 you don't like you feel disconnected. I guess the internet has given the people the ability to comment, and people reading other no consequences how, uh, modifies their opinion over something. Yes. So real quick, I I just want to go back to Mike. You're from Texas, so in California we are VR troopers overly empathetic about things, but Constantly. only only if it if it self motive if it motivates us in some way gives us the feel it's fun as far as relevance goes how are things out where you are though like do you notice a thing in your friends your society or your social circles I feel we, we live things, in a society we tend to work things more in what it's going to affect overall okay you know, like if you want to get into the immigration thing going right now we could do that but you know people coming over the wall we look at what that's going to do to the nation more so than what it's going to do to here at home okay so it's not just how it affects you, it's how it affects everybody. How it affects everybody. Okay. What's your opinion on that? I'm curious. <laughs> I thought this wasn't no politics. Are we so. opening a bag of cats here? Yes. No, we're yes. definitely opening yes. a bag of cats. Uh, I'm seven beers in, I'm going to open that bag. <laughs> I grew up we can in open South it Texas. Texas. I grew up about 30 minutes from the border. Yeah. Down in a little town called Rivera. Um, I had to go through a checkpoint every time I went and played football in junior high. They checked the bus to make sure we weren't importing any illegals or anything like that. Um, I was one of maybe nine white kids in the whole school. Hi, <laughs> baby. Hawthorne. Man. <laughs> Amen. And I've experienced the racism both ways. Yeah. And I've experienced vehicles broke into. I've seen the drugs. I watched a guy open his locker and a bag, probably about a two-pound bag of pills come out with him that he just brought back from Mexico. Hell yeah. Percocets. <laughs> I've seen dead bodies floating down the river while I'm on fishing trips. Have you seen anybody there. poop a balloon? No. Okay. Why would he have ever I, I mean, seen I that? I haven't, I haven't <laughs> seen it, but I know people have done that. Isn't that drug meals work, right? Yeah. Or something. <laughs> um, I mean, like I said, I've seen bodies floating down the river, people yeah. trying to cross. There's, we, I like to think of things, you, there's a law for everything. There's a law. There's a proper way to do things and an improper way. I know some of the best people who came from Mexico the right way. They got their license. They got a green card. They came to work. They got the visa. They applied for citizenship, and they were able to come and live in this country. Hardworking people. Mm -hmm. um, I've also seen it the other way around where... At our deer lease, for example, trailers get broke into, stuff gets stolen, they tear stuff up, they stole the three sets of wheels we had out there for our stuff, yeah. uh, they tear up deer blinds. It's anything and everything. Anything and everything. And I understand it's they're trying to survive. Yeah. But at the same time, they're destroying my property. You're kind of forcing it to be my problem. Yeah. 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 I, I know ranchers that down there who would sit on the hilltop. With the biggest gun and scope they had, and people coming across their land, they take pot shots at. Hmm. <laughs> you know, Jeez. and if they didn't turn around, and go back where they came from, that's one of the bodies floating down the river. Was well, that like the uh, California Castle laws, right? If they come onto your property, you can technically shoot them dead yep. if you wanted to. Now, being a instructor <laughs> on handguns and having my concealed carry license and open carry license. We don't get that shit here. 
Uh, I know. It makes <laughs> me very uncomfortable when I come here and I can't carry my. For, from yeah. what I understand, though, it's actually easier now to get a concealed. Uh, it is, but it's, it's not, not that easy. Because just the, the, sher- the sheriff Eas- we have Easier. Now. Easy just means it's not easy. Yeah, it just means it's not impossible. It's, it's one less. Uh, it's yeah. one less one of the four hundred. You gotta hoops. jump through thirty hoops, but at least it's not. It's still possible. It's not thirty one, but you don't have to w- jump through forty of them. Right. No, one, it's pretty bad. One of bad. the things I express to people that take our classes. This episode is brought to you by Vitabrace High Performance Gamer Wristbands by Miracle Fruit Oil. Big Dog, you and I play a lot of video games. Yes, we do. You ever find yourself in positions where your your hands get cramped and you just you you need a break, you gotta get up? Yes. Okay, well, it just so happens that Miracle Fruit Oil, they made these bracelets right here. And what it's supposed to do is increase circulation in your wrist, it makes you less tired, less fatigued, less sore and stiff. Uh, it's gives supposed to give you more endurance, grip, strength, range of motion, uh, mobility, stability, better manual dexterity, coordination, and precision movements. I've been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts. And it has helped. It has made it so... Because, you know, I spent a lot of time working on computers, doing video games, stuff like that. It does help. You know, it kind of eases uh, eases the pain a little bit, or I feel it less, I mean, when I do it without it. You don't really notice until you take the bracelet off. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, Vitabrace is powered by nature. It contains miracle fruit seed oil, a rare and natural oil that comes from the seed of the healthy miracle fruit berry. The wristband is capable of delivering the oil to your wrist for four to six months of daily use. The combination of compression, uh, occlusion, and unique oil provides several benefits. If you're interested in getting your own Miracle Fruit Vitabrace wristband, visit their website today at www.miraclefruitoil.com and use promo code MEDIA10 at checkout for $10 off your next purchase. Uh, Until you've had to pull a gun on somebody, you have no clue what it's like. No. Until you've had a gun pulled on you, you have no clue what it's like. It's easy to say, if that guy touched my car, I'm going to pop a cap in him. Yeah, it's easy to say it's a bunch of shit. It's easy to say that. Yeah. Pull a gun on somebody and know exactly Yeah, live with those consequences. Happen. You're going to live with it forever. You're going to go to jail. They're going to be locked up until they can prove innocence. Because remember, today's society is guilty until proven innocent instead of innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, it's just the way it goes. It's, it's, that's the way life is. Yeah. You're going to lose your gun. You're going to lose your time. You're going to lose You're going to lose money, every right until, the, until proven innocent, and then they'll give you back a couple of them. And then you get sued by the family yeah. because you just killed their income... The breadwinner, maker, whatever yes. it is, whatever they had, whatever they contributed, even if it wasn't getting, legal, even if they were doing something completely illegal. Yeah. Now that, we're talking about the castle law. Somebody on your property, yes, in Texas, if somebody's breaking in my car in my driveway, I have the ability to use lethal force. But is it worth it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it just worth because you worth can doesn't mean you exactly. should. If somebody's in my house and I feel threatened, or my daughter or my wife feels threatened. There's going to be bad things that happen. Yeah. Um, but versus the I will not shoot somebody in the back. If the no. Guy is running why? From why? The why, exactly. why escalate the situation? But I'll tell you, <laughs> there's a huge percentage that if somebody in my house, I'm going to drop them dead. You can say that. Until you're, you face- until that. you're in that until situation. You're in that situation. Yeah, it's a completely different thing. I think everybody in a, for a healthy mind has to put into their head who is this person related to? What does their family yeah. look like? 
No, you have Who to because you don't realize you have to live with those consequences. You have to live with it it's easy to say that stuff until you have to come until it comes down to brass tacks and you gotta put your money where your Are mouth is. Are you saying is. that you have to put yourself in the shoes of that person before you do anything? No, drastic? you have to say, Am I willing to live with killing and taking another person's life for the rest of my and life? That is not a split second decision. No, that's a that's a week that's a that's gonna take me a while. That's gonna that's put you a on a life. That's you on a mountaintop yeah. sitting there. And the interesting thing about that yeah. is so like you in that split second you were talking about like you have to figure out their life and you also have to figure out how that's going to affect your life especially if you have loved ones involved right so it's, if, well that's the if whole he's thing drawing a gun on me then it's me or him time that is a split second well that's the whole thing but is we love to judge we guy. love to judge people in hindsight yeah hindsight is Always twenty twenty. It's always, so. and you you don't realize how quickly you have to act until you're in that moment. So it's e- it's it's easy to judge, but not so. It's not fair. Well, let me tell you a story here about California politics. Okay, when it comes to defending your home, this was eight years ago in Irvine. There was a case where there's an armed robber in a house, and they had. They had their gun out, and they're going around a corner. The owner of this home chopped off this guy's hands with a samurai sword. That's freaking kill, <laughs> Bill. Badass. Full fiction yeah. status. That's John Wick. The, John the Wick. home invader, he was sent to the hospital, and then he was arrested. But he later sued the homeowner for chopping off his hands, and he won. I can't win. I can't work. Right. So he won, and then... California and the homeowner ended up awarding him a bunch of money. Okay, here's a little secret. Well, it's not really a secret, but it's any any law enforcement will tell you. Okay, if you have an intruder, only one person walks away yeah. alive. And only do not let him leave alive. Right. If, if if you feel threatened, you, you put, put him, him down, down and he stays, stays down. down. That's one of the stipulations of the California Castle Law, though. Like if they come onto your property and you feel threatened, you have to shoot you them so that they can't. You have to put them down so that they can't. Testify against you. Yes. Three round burst to center mass. Don't well, unload the don't unload no, the magazine. No, 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 no that's I've had stop to you here. It's, it's click, called, yeah. click, yeah. click. Just kidding. When I when I uh, qualified shooting, um, our instructor he took every target we shot and completely shredded them to them away. And I was like, "What are you doing? I wanted to keep my target. I had a perfect score." And he goes, "Because if anything ever happened and you got arrested for shooting somebody." They're going to take that into court and say you knew exactly how what to shoot that doing. gun. Oh, yeah. so that's a good you point. You knew you were aiming for his head, right? Yeah, you were, uh, you were a uh, skilled. Yeah, you knew exactly what you were doing. It wasn't yeah. just a reflex that you put. It wasn't an accident. That's a right. smart guy. That's right a, there. That, yeah, that's a very good point. Because they all had our names on them and all. Oh yeah. and stuff, and oh, he yeah. shredded them right away. I'm like, okay, that makes perfect that sense. Makes sense. But I really wanted my perfect score. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that was artistic. Okay, so back to art. Segway. Nice. I like that. Do you guys have any closing thoughts on this topic? Like any? I mean, it's objective. It is. Yeah, it's just subjective. Art is, art is very objective. Art is a person-to-person thing. Subjective. So, subjective. Okay, excuse me. I don't object. I got you. <laughs> Yeah, but it just depends when, on what you find beautiful. We'll when somebody puts something out there that somebody <laughs> doesn't understand, do you think the person that doesn't understand it, they don't have the emotional or intellectual depth to understand it? Do you think that they have the right to judge it? It all de- so it goes back to the social media culture is because people get keyboard muscles. Mm. 
And so if you make a song that I don't like, I'm going to go ahead and just... I'm just going to talk shit on you because I know you're not going to find it. Actually, Andy Minio has a song. He said that... Uh, until I find out the guy, you know, the guy gets on his keyboard and starts talking crap until yeah, I find his IP address and the then he stops talking. Is, uh, I'm having a little trouble because I'm seven beers in. But, uh, <laughs> and anonymity, anonymity, anonymity. Yeah, that, that that one, that guy, that 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 entity. that emboldens people like to no end. Yeah. It does. It does. The keyboard warriors and all that. Because you stuff. had to say that shit person to person or in a public forum. You would not you say would it. You would never say that but stuff. At what point do you think that your inability to comprehend somebody else's art is just an intellectual shallowness on your part? Uh, it's just you wanting to be the more the more important person. I need to be right. People don't understand that everybody has an opinion. Right, right. And Everybody's some are right. like buttholes <laughs> and they stink. And it doesn't mean you have to share it with everybody. Yeah. You know, want, but I we do it, share it because we want to be relevant. Oh yeah, we want to be relevant. Because if, right. if you look at a lot of these <laughs> things, where the the ones that tr- the trolls, they're everyone's like, oh, this is great, this is great, and then that one dickhead comes and goes, oh, I think this is crap, and then everyone's gonna jump on him, and he's like, oh, now you guys are bullying me, you're attacking me. The weird thing though is if that one troll has a lot of followers, then everyone's gonna be aside with him, obviously, right? Yeah. Bill Maher. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, PewDiePie. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. You guys got any closing thoughts on this? No, I think we're good now, bud. All right, cool. If you want to find this podcast, you can find it on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Podcast.com, Stitcher, Google Play, and other great podcasting outlets around the globe. Or even pirated. Brett. It, we have been pirated, actually. <laughs> Brett, if they want to send us an email to disagree with Denial So-Called Nice Guy, where they send it to? It's, it's probably going to be to you, but it's at it's uh, topicocalypse at gmail.com. I will be the one checking it. <laughs> hey, I think you got a good a good, a good, good uh, email a few weeks ago. I'm just, I, I did. Nirvana Lover? No, fuck that guy. Nirvana, <laughs> Nirvana Lover 69 had a lot of good things to say about Denial. Uh-huh. Um, Past episodes. Plays on Stitcher. And uh, Play Big and Dog, if they want to find us on social media. Good luck with this look. one. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, all that shit. All right. And if they want to find us live streaming from Vegas on the 15th, where do they go? Uh, what is it? Uh, pot- where are uh, Topic Ocalypse and Retro City Games and Pop Culture Cosmos. By the way, do you want uh, to yeah. go with us? Yeah, you want to come to Vegas with us the 14th and the 15th? Do it. Text me yes. the deets. I'll let you know. Just say yes. Just say yes. We're going. Vegas, baby. I haven't been to Vegas in like... The more people we have, the cheaper it's the hotel costs. I know how it works. I thought you said the hotel, but I don't drive to Vegas no more. I thought we were like gold on the hotel. Yeah, he told me the gold. He told me the hotel was taken care of. All right, cool. Until next time, it's been Brett's pleasure to serve you. It's Brett's pleasure to pleasure you. That was the most deep, <laughs> fucking bullshit of an outro I think has ever happened on this episode. <laughs> Looking for an edge the next time you take on your favorite video game? Then check out Vitabrace High Performance Gamer Wristbands. Packed with the power of fruit seed oil, Vitabrace is clinically proven to help improve performance, giving you a better gaming experience. Head to MiracleFruitOil.com and use the promo code MEDIA10 to get $10 off your Vitabrace purchase. Whether you're looking to beat the time on your latest speedrun, or are fighting your way to the top on your favorite multiplayer or battle royale, 
Vitabrace can help you reach your gaming goals. Buy Vitabrace today at MiracleFruitOil.com. That's MiracleFruitOil.com. Vitabrace. Win with it.